Hello everyone, welcome to Disruption Works Chit Chat, talking about chatbots, voice development, and how technology can help overcome challenges and be deployed in your organization. Well, hello there, and uh, welcome to another edition of uh, Disruption Works Chit Chat. Um, I have a guest with me today, um, Ollie Jackman from Agile Comms. Uh, hello, Ollie. How are you, how are you doing? You had morning. a good weekend? Yes, very good. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for having me. Good morning. No, that's everyone. right. No problem at all. It's uh, good, to, good to have you on. And uh, thanks for being our, uh, our guest today. Um, I suppose, really, um, could you introduce yourself? Uh, tell everybody who you are. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Um, so I'm a co-founder of a startup communications business. We're, we've just entered into week five of trading, um, <laughs> wow. so exciting and tiring times. But we're we're running a communications consultancy, which is essentially providing communication services like phone systems, unified comms, mobile contracts okay. to all sorts of businesses. Okay. Um, so that's what we're doing. It, yeah. Okay. Well, I suppose what we've um, we the, the the reason that I got you on is because well you're new in and. The way that I, I looked at your stuff was that you were, had a disruptive offer, if you like, um, which we like because we're called Disruption Works anyway. So <laughs> it kind of fitted uh, to have this conversation. And uh, and your, you know, the way that you approach stuff is is quite good. Um, and what we kind of well wanted to ask, because we both work with charities and stuff in the sector, is also to start a conversation. Well, how? How can you do effective comms in the charity sector and how can we, you know, be agile in that and disruptive in the sector um, uh, and and trying to uh, get an idea of, of how that works and, and from your side of things. Um, I suppose that starting off, what, what are people's challenges anyway? You know, what, where, where do we start with this stuff nowadays? Yeah, well, broadly speaking, um, I mean, I've, I've spent the last few months and well, I've had a 15 year career in comms and IT but I've spent the last few months really getting under the skin of people's challenges speaking to all sorts of different types of businesses yeah um and we've had a pretty rocky couple of years and and people have yeah. either met that with innovation or apathy yeah. so and and both of those present challenges so you know it might be that the current systems and services are, are pretty inflexible and like the working from home um ambitions that people have can't be met it, and yeah. it's normally it normally comes down to fairly straightforward stuff like making and taking calls professionally, like being able to work from anywhere and transfer calls, um, having a mobile workforce. So, yeah. you know, now nowadays staff members will probably expect to be able to work from anywhere, obviously, depending on what their job role is. Yeah. And we've got this potential and and obvious requirement for flexibility. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a big one. Yeah. And people people find that challenging because it's quite a confusing area or that's that's how it's perceived is that it's there's a lot of complexity and confusion around what they should or could be doing well there's uh, a lot of legacy with older uh, kind of telephone cons um contracts and businesses and stuff like that where they were just is. very inflexible and that's all changed quite a lot so yeah. in the last three or four years, the, re the reason why my business partner and I've decided to start a business now rather than yeah. any other time and, and we're jumping at the opportunity now is because a lot has changed. And I don't we personally don't think the industry and the providers have kept up with that demand 
already embraced the technology in the way it's meant to be delivered. No, and that's that, what I found very interesting about meeting you and um, what you do, because that, because that's it. You know, you're disrupting the way that you look at comms in that way. Yeah, and it's incredibly simple. We're not, um, not the technology we're providing isn't groundbreaking. Um, yeah. We've gone to the market to secure partnerships and the right terms with what we believe are the best services out there and the best products out there. Yeah, uh, and more often than not, that boils down to simplicity. Um, but what we're doing differently and how we're challenging the market is we're not tying people into long contracts. So no. that, that single statement sounds pretty easy to get your head around, but it is um, it does contradict how our industry operates. So yeah. that creates that apathy within organisations. Um, and and we talk, you mentioned specifically about charities, you know, obviously their challenges are a little bit different to others because they've got the potentially fluctuating funding, for example. Yeah, all right. Um, so, yeah, we're talking to a lot of charities, and those those tend to be really interesting conversations. But that's how we're we're changing things, not by being all that groundbreaking, but just giving some control over what technology people are using to themselves. And in every other industry, that's probably part of the course. But in communications, it feels like everyone's trying to make customers sticky and tying them into long contracts all the time. Yeah, it doesn't really work because uh, the thing is, people will fall out with you and you won't gain them anyway. So the, you've got to provide good service. I think that's pretty much the, the sphere we work in now is that if you do a good job, then you'll keep your clients. The contract isn't what keeps you the client necessarily, you know, and the flexibility you offer is, is great. You know, taking the charity example a bit further, um, you know, you were talking about funding, but what other challenges have you found with the clients that you work with that are charities? Um, well, funding's a big one. Yeah. Charities, charities, obviously, you know, a lot of the time they're thinking about budget a lot. They're making sure yeah. that their costs are as lean as possible and, and as, as big a percentage as possible of their income goes towards whatever service they're providing. Yeah. Um, but funding can fluctuate as well. You know, charities might put in a bid for some work and be successful or unsuccessful. Yeah. And the result, the result of those funding applications might dramatically or not dramatically modify the way they need to work. So they might need to scale up or scale down. They might need more staff. They might need to communicate in a different way. So, they, yeah. you know, some charities will provide care services. They will open up a new department. And yeah. if the other another charity specific challenge around communications is a lot of people can find charities in distress. So if you're providing care services or youth uh, youth services for example yeah. um, you need to make sure that if someone's calling you with a suicidal teenager or an elderly person who's isolated or whatever the challenge might be yeah. that they're speaking to the right person in a timely manner and they're speaking and that that right person is trained and taught how to deal with those communications requirements yeah yeah sure the technology behind that's really quite straightforward like i say none of it's groundbreaking but it's and it's all it all sh- the appetite we've found over the last few months is for that flexibility but also there's a real desire for things to be just really simple yeah 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 well and also if you're trying to scale a department like that and bring something new in and you know we don't always know that it's going to work you know and a charity's funds are very precious to them and their people are precious to them but you know getting a new department seeing if that works and then uh, it does or doesn't or they want to scale it or whatever that flexibility that you've got in the 
the way that you can then communicate with that team and bring that team in and out and and you know change the framework that they work within is is paramount when you you're trying to be well, yeah. it's about what what your fund line is you know scaling scaling up is a is a, an issue around cost and ease technically but it's also yeah. an issue around training deployment change management yeah. and yeah. all that internal communications and pr yeah and i'm not saying we're internal pr experts but yeah, yeah. what's important from our perspective is that the technology we're deploying is easy to train on and is easy to use yeah those more so than anyone else because those short-term contracts make us completely accountable yeah we, sure. we can't be in a position where we overpromise and under deliver no well it's back to the whole contract can't tie you in it's more about what you do rather than than you know yeah. what's legally binding to you exactly <laughs> and hopefully that means there's a lot more a lot less scope for complaints and and yeah. agro and if if we're no longer suitable for a client then we can agree and, and part ways well and also i find that if you do something like that then they invariably come back to you at some point anyway because you know you were we you both gracefully did something different and then they realized that actually you were doing quite a good job because they weren't somewhere else and they annoyed them by all means come back <laughs> all right leave the door open there's no reason not. i mean you know we're doing some charity work with aguk and uh, and again the comms is really important and they they have similar issues in the or similar challenges should we say in the fact that you know, there's only so many calls they can take and there's only so many things they can do within their funding. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it would be an interesting conversation for them maybe to have that that uh, with them. We, we obviously automate a lot of those inbound uh, queries uh, through the chatbot that we put up for them with, you know, called Vera. Um, but they're, um, they have the same issues uh, in their partner groups that um, they they need to be flexible within their groups. You know, got a lot of volunteers within these people, you know, so that's a lot of bodies on the ground. You yeah, know. Well, they, another thing around that sort of differing workforce, volunteers, remote workers, and, and people coming and going in the team is, is, like I've said, it's the ease of learning the systems, but it's also the ability to look at compliance and regulation stuff yeah, and also... Right the supervision of those volunteers if you can listen into calls train people properly effective call recording you know actually if those volunteers have to be in the same place if they're in a physical call center for elderly people for example that's a yeah. that's a bit vintage now yeah uh, and i'm sure they're not doing that a lot of the time but the challenges are that those things aren't very simple generally yeah and, yeah, and you're in set you know there's a lot of legacy clunky systems out there that don't allow you you know all the tools that you really do need you know yeah those legacy systems as well are generally a lot of them are still running on isdn which is a drum that's been banged quite a lot <laughs> but i still hear i still meet people who don't know that that's being switched off and no. it's not tomorrow it's 2025 so we're not in a mad rush but there's a better way to do things now yeah. so um those old legacy systems are either still in situ because well there's three reasons there's confusion yeah. people not really not having the time to embrace what's new and what might improve their business there's apathy because it's a commodity it's working well enough and something else is probably on fire in the business you know it doesn't become a priority yeah. and there's also fixed contracts a lot of the time when we speak to people they'd love to change what they're doing but they're in contract you know so we have to just look at when that tipping point is for things to be suitable but um, these all come around and they come around quicker than you think you know so 
Uh, but it, it's, I suppose what we're taking away from today is the fact that you've got to think about how flexible you want to be in the future. You know, you need uh, every business, I think, needs to think much more dynamically now. And we have the same frustration sometimes in the fact that people have these legacies and they don't put something on the roadmap, which is actually could transform the way they operate. Um because something else is on fire or they've got plenty on the roadmap that's running into 2023 you know and you just go well when are you going to look at this because it it's not it's not rocket science like you said but it actually is really a different way of looking at your business you know a different way of operating and a different way of looking at how you may do your comms which you have to do now we're all remote working me and you are in two different locations here you know uh, and we can do this because the technology is available to us to do it. But yeah, if you I, mean, I, have, I have video meetings from the back of my van in the, in the hard shoulder. I mean, <laughs> in the services. <laughs> yeah, I was going to yeah. say, my shoulder is getting buffeted now and again. Shoulder's on. The other thing that um, I've, I've realised that I'm, I'm speaking to a lot of people about is, is really... When, when we first meet someone, they go, we want communications to work how it's always worked here. We want a system to be set up in the same way. But we are challenging that for people. Yeah. And one of the things we're challenging it with is, do you need hardware? Do, do you need, the, you know, the, and, and the environmental impact of manufacturing and shipping and installing curly corded phones, for example, is, is quite a big footprint. But also they're they're redundant technology most of the time now there's always you know you might have one in a canteen or a server room or whatever but most people sit at a desk they have a mobile device in their pocket um a lot of companies will just blindly issue every member of staff a mobile and they don't really think about capabilities like dual sim or mobility around their phone system so it's really asking those questions and that's you know when you're looking at costs people with long-term contract life cycles are contract will come out to the end of end date and they'll look at those costs and try and save that money rather than looking at the bigger picture and thinking about how it's part of that bigger broader cost so yeah, i spoke, so spoke to an, an organization the other day i spoke to you had gave a uh, mobile to every member of staff and there are 850 staff members and i mean we all know that every single one of those staff members is probably carrying their own mobile as well yeah so they're buying every two or three years they're buying 850 smartphones and the airtime on them and they haven't thought about uc and how that might encourage mobility as an alternative because why would they think that it's working it's and like you said you know green credentials you know when you're doing stuff that's on a a scale like that you know that's they're not going to be the only people to do that and that's the amount of impact that has on the on the planet from a you know a green that's not you know there's a lot of greenwashing around but that's not greenwashing that's actually practical application of going well we only need 300 phones you know because 500 can be done on personal phones you know or whatever it may be you know whatever the everyone's talking about net zero and you know obviously the government have made lots of pledges in the next few years that we've all cut down and and the obvious costs are things like utilities and the amount you travel yeah Um, the amount you travel depends on adequate technology as well which we've all used to now over the last couple of years Um, but you can start to put those questions into the mix of a communications discussion yeah you might you might not want to but it's useful for me to get that bigger picture understanding 
Well, and you know, and uh, you know, bringing us back to the kind of charity conversation, if you can save a lot of funding from just that, you know, from the the hardware and overhead that they would have normally been used to, and just going, why are you doing that? That you know, this is a massive cost saving if you don't do this. And and actually, if you're thinking about personal phone usage and things like that, people that work within a charity are probably much more open to going, yeah, that's fine. You you could put a soft phone onto onto my device, or you know, yeah. that that works because I'm happy to do that because I work for a charity and I'm in that zone anyway. You know, I'm not going to ask for for you to buy me a phone. When no, that's right because I don't want you to spend the money yeah. on. You know, because that doesn't make sense. But yeah, so it kind of makes a lot of sense. You get, well, hopefully, hopefully you get a sense from what I've talked about that, you know, the shared values that my business partner and I have, which is why we've decided to launch the business. Yeah. And, and the reason why now is appropriate is because we're able to deliver these in a more flexible manner. We're able to present that challenge to the market. Yeah. It's it's incredible that that mindset is challenging to our market, but great. You know, it produces some really interesting conversations and it's going well. Good, good. Well, Luke. Thanks for coming on again today. Um, appreciate it. And, um, and I hope people found that uh, uh, interesting. Uh, I certainly did. And it's, um, yeah, it's an interesting time. Technology has been much more accepted in the way that we operate, I feel. And, you know, I just think we we need to look at a different way of working uh, quite dramatically. And, and I think you're bringing something new to the table, even though it is simple, but it's not really, you know, there's, there's been a lot of tie-in on legacies and getting people to think about something different rather than just, you know, uh, cut and pasting what they've already got. You know, that that doesn't make sense to me. You know, you might as well take the opportunity to look at it differently. So yeah, thanks very much. So, yeah, um, Ollie, Ollie Jackman from Agile Comms. Thank, thanks thanks Steve. very much for your time today. Appreciate thanks, it. No worries. Thanks. Okay, so thanks everyone for joining us on the Disruption Works podcast. If you'd like to find any of the previous episodes or series, then just search Disruption Works Chit Chat on your favourite podcast platform. Next week, we'll be talking about chatbots, voice development and everything in between. So I hope you can join us then.